1: Hmm. And, or, or not come to town. They're they're matching up against them. The Cowboys are going to Santa Clara to take good old Levi's
2: Stadium. Yeah,
1: yeah, Levi. It's it's not Candlestick anymore. Even though we did have a uh, a caller call in on Sean and RJ this week on the fan and said I think those boys are going to take it to them in Candlestick this week. And it's like well, it's not been Candlestick for for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I totally. I miss Candlestick.
2: It, I miss Candlestick part
1: Candle Candlestick was there's below there's a sea level,
2: swampy. That 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 side of the field where you can't really it went like into the baseball outfield and the yeah. stands where you probably couldn't see very well over there i i will say this um as we get into this thought man in green bay we had such good success against san francisco and they had some yeah. really good teams you know yeah. they, they had some really mike holmgren and a lot of those guys that we had that were san francisco guys uh man that that was a big big week but growing up a Cowboy fan uh, in the 70s, matter of fact, my uncle uh, played 18 years for the 49ers. Uh, Charlie Kruger. Really? Yeah, he was a defensive tackle. Matter of fact, is in their Hall of Fame and all that. He played 18 years for the 49ers, played in the, in the, the 60s and 70s uh, with the Niners. And so he goes all the way back to Kezar Stadium. So I remember, like, Kezar, first playoff game, and then I remember Candlestick, and I remember being in a, a divisional game where Alvin Harper caught the ball.
1: Oh,
2: good. Yeah. yeah, and so a lot of great memories. I, I was talking with Nate Newton this this morning. Matter of fact, he and I was doing some work out with the Cowboys at the Star on the break, and Nate and I were just talking about the games against the 49ers and just, you know, the legendary matchups that those guys had. So it's it's a great history. Like I could say, it goes all the way back to the 70s with John Brody and Gene Washington and my Uncle Charlie Krueger and Dave Wilcox. And, you know, I mean, they, they had Forrest Blue. I mean, they they had a, <laughs> Ray Wershing. I'm just naming guys. Ray I mean, the,
1: Wershing, look at Ray that. Ray Wershing
2: was a kicker for the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Back in the, back in the day. So... Yeah, Ted Qualick. I I I just that, that I can't tell you what I had for breakfast today, but I could tell you about the Oakland A's, the 70s Oakland A's, and I could tell you about the 70s San Francisco 49ers. How about that?
1: Damn right. that That's what it's about. Now, this is a, like we said, this history here, uh, Brian, it's as even as it can be. Uh, the history of the Cowboys and the 49ers. Is it like was like 16-16-1. Nineteen, nineteen and one There we or go. Course, 19, I know. Yeah, 19 and one yeah. uh, six nfc championship games that these teams have played against each other Um, crazy i believe outside of the the rams might have the edge by a little bit in terms of most playoff games against the cowboys it's the rams or the 49ers um but this is for me there's some great
2: rams games too yeah (laughs) old rams teams those
1: 70s games were great they Um, were great and and by the way before anybody says you weren't alive in the 70s i know i wasn't alive youtube was I'm an avid collector of original <laughs> broadcasts. I've got yeah. all those games on yeah. DVD here YouTube go
2: back and watch them yeah, yeah. so
1: Brian this is uh, for me the NFL and I, I mentioned it earlier the NFL is, is is at its best when the Cowboys and the 49ers are really good yeah um to me it's like it's similar uh, with when you get the Lakers and the Celtics and and that rivalry is really hot and both teams are really good. That's great for the NBA when the Yankees and the Red Sox are really good. And they're, they're going at each other. That's great for major league baseball. Those are the things that you want to see the Cowboys and the 49ers to me are, are right there. And when you just think over the history, I was, you know, getting ready, sending out the call for questions. Hmm. And I was just like grabbing some Cowboys, 49ers photos, look through. And when you think over the years, man, there, there's these most two most recent playoff games, which in the grand scheme of history won't be remembered as pivotal moments in all likelihood. Um, but just contributing to the history here, you've got the Terrell Owens going to the center of the star. Uh, George Teague hit. That was massive. 92, 93, 94, those NFC title games. Well, just giants. Two yeah. dominant football teams. And it used to be the joke uh on broadcasts back then that that was the super bowl the NFC championship game in 92 93 94 that was the super bowl because buffalo and and the chargers weren't going to beat san francisco and dallas and the the way that each team kept trying to to level up on them, 94 the the 49ers were tired of losing yeah um and, and they they hit a point that and it's a different level obviously in terms of the intensity, but they hit a point that Dallas kind of feels like they're at right now, where they're just they're trying to do things to to make sure they get ahead. Um yeah. it's 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 very much an arms race there in the nineties. And they go out there and they they get Ricky Jackson and Dion yeah. and and they get Ken Norton and uh you know, they they really went all in to try and make things as difficult as possible. But those four those three NFC title games right there were impressive. I, I wanna stop on that for a second because I'm curious as a guy who was in Green Bay at the time. <laughs> yeah. I I know you've talked before about Eric Williams and and how intimidating he was and how much trouble he was for Reggie White. Yeah. Uh, my favorite rivalry uh as a, a as a viewer of the 90s Cowboys, my favorite rivalry in the world was Kevin Smith against Jerry Rice. Hmm. Because Pup pop hated Jerry Rice. He did. And and Jerry Rice hated Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um and it was you know you know what it reminded me of a little bit in terms of if you want to go back it's it's an Odell Beckham Josh Norman just yeah don't like each other. Uh 90 93 they get in a fight in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh Kevin Smith and Jerry Rice do. That starts a brawl in the tunnel essentially. Um 94 the the 49ers get up big in that game. It's 21-7 near the end of the first quarter and Kevin Smith every single play is just getting in Jerry Rice's face and gets mm. Jerry Rice a little bit out of the game. Sure. Uh, takes him out of it a little bit. And so it's it's fascinating that back and forth. What was the what was the perspective for you guys in Green Bay back then of a guy like Kevin Smith? Like, oh, I, man. I, I know you guys didn't have to say it, but, but yeah. what did you think of Kevin Smith as a player back okay, then? Okay,
2: first off, like I said, we played really well against the 49ers. I mean, the one year we go out to San Francisco and just Steve Young and we just maul them. I mean, and Dallas is probably sitting at home like, thank God we get to play the Packers. Now, we loved playing Steve Young and the time Elvis Gerbach played in the game. I mean, there was always a matchup that we were dealing with then. And we were fine with it. We, We could play at Candlestick. We could play at Lambeau. It didn't matter. We could not beat Kevin Smith, and and I and I mentioned it. The whole thing with you know with Reggie White sitting. We were matter of fact, we're sitting a candlestick. We won a game, win the divisional game, and we're on the way to the championship game, and everybody's kind of celebrating. And Reggie's just sitting there, and I go, Rev, what's what's up? And he just looked at me, and he goes, Eric Williams, and he knew, he knew, and but that's what those matchups in the '90s were. Those matchups that you dealt with, the Giants, the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Packers. I mean, they were all, everybody was just, you know, it was it was tough. It was just yeah. a tough, it was a tough league. and it, But you knew that in the, we play these regular season games and you find a way to win them. And it's kind of like you had it one up on the team as you got to the playoffs and it usually yeah. meant you were either going to have home field or you were going to have to go on the road, whether you won or lost those games, you know, you might have three, four losses during the year, three losses and one of them was to the Cowboys or the 49ers or, you know, that's how yeah. much those games meant and playing the, the rosters, you know, playing against the Cowboys back then, that, that was no bargain for us in green Bay. We, we didn't have that kind of talent. But what we had was we had enough talent to beat San Francisco because we had the idea of how to play 49er football mm-hmm. you know, with Mike Holmgren and the, the guys we had on staff. Andy Reid, John Gruden, you know, those 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 were young guys. But Mike, they had learned the Bill Walsh way. And and that's that's the great thing about playing the 49ers was that if you it, it's like you beat the 49ers, you're beating history. Not, not maybe yeah. the history. Not maybe the history that you beat with New England, but to beat Bill Belichick, I was asked today by Derek Eagleton the best win so far this season of the of the ones they've had. It's by far the New England game. You know, I mean, yeah. it might take it might take uh, uh, a <laughs> Bill Belichick eighteen years now to pass <laughs> Don Shula. He's got eighteen more victories he needs, but to win games like that, to win games against historical teams. That's why this game. I mean, that's why this game means a lot to San Francisco. Dallas has a tremendous history in the National Football League. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the great things about growing up a fan. I mean, I went 20 years without seeing a losing season. I always expected to be in the playoffs. Always expected to play the 49ers. And then I went to, and then I went to Green Bay, and I became part of that. You know, you become yeah. part of that, and and it, and it's tough. That, Dallas, Dallas, in my opinion. People will say, well, you know, the Brad Shams and others, and, and I respect everybody that, you know, has an opinion on this. I really do. I, I really do feel like this game is more than just a game this week. I just, yeah. it's, it's, it's more than that. It's that, it's a, it's a psychological barrier that you're dealing with right now.
1: Here's a question for you, and I said this this morning on 105 through the fan. Again, as we record this on Tuesday, I feel winning is the the, the is the objective. Uh, yeah. as Jerry said in his opening press conference when he bought the team, uh, "We must win, we will win. Win is the name of the game. Right? Uh, that's what it's about. But I I feel like this particular game,
2: this particular is about, game,
1: is about not losing. Yeah, I I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it will do to the psyche and morale of this team if they get beat by San Francisco again. And so I think this is a yeah. I think this is a huge mental mental hurdle for them. Not not that they can't overcome, but it's it's just it's it's a daunting thing where when they win This could be a huge boost. Brian, I don't know about you. Would this be the biggest regular season win since what? Seattle in twenty fourteen?
2: That's I I go back to the Seattle game because Seattle was coming off a Super Bowl win and all. And there was that mystique about playing in Seattle. The Legion of
1: Twelfth Man.
2: The Twelfth Man, the Legion of Boom, all that stuff. There was all this mystique about having to go and win a game there. And Dallas went there, and Zach Martin and that crew, uh, Tyron Smith, they hammered Seattle in the running game. I mean, they, DeMarco Murray, every every ball, every pass, Romo, protection. And, man, it, it's one of those games where you were fighting for inches, but you just you knew as Dallas was just, they just completely beat Seattle up. Yeah. And, and Dallas didn't get the chance to go back in 14. That was the, the Dez game in Green Bay. Yep. But standing on that sideline and then walking off and then getting on the bus, I'm thinking, and I, I remember telling Nick Eatman this in the, on the bus. I said, if Dallas would have won this game, we'd be going to the Super Bowl. Because I knew in my heart that Dallas was going to go to Seattle and hammer them again. And Seattle was glad they didn't have to play Dallas. You know, I, I, I think this is so important for Dallas because there's a likelihood that this teams could match up again at the end of the year. And now what we, we do, we go back and we look, well, what's happened the previous three times? You know, Dallas's defense has played really well. Well, Dallas's offense hasn't played particularly well. Dak Prescott, this has happened. You know, you go out there and you lose this game and you look bad doing it. You know, losing the game will be bad, but you look bad doing this you create doubt you yeah. create doubt and the worst thing that athletes a lot of athletes will say oh no no we have faith we have no there's 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 doubts you know i'll tell you this when the metrodome in minneapolis was open yeah and you said my team had to go play at the metrodome i doubted we were going to win oh and 12 never won a game at the metrodome never won a game at the metrodome the yeah and that's what i'm saying look at what arizona Look now at Arizona in that situation. Next time you play Arizona. Well, you know, look what happens. You you know, you, there's a team that, you know, you go and play in Arizona, it's like, man, what what's going to happen badly. Dallas has to turn this around. They have to turn the narrative around that it's not the same old Cowboys going to Levi and playing this football game.
1: There's a couple of quotes I want to read really quickly before we go to the mailbag, Brian. Um this was a, a quote from Jonathan Hankins on his conference call, which Hankins got here last year. He wasn't even here for the the first playoff game, but he's he's a leader, and I think he knows guys like Curse and things like that how much it means to them. By the way, that is my uh, jumping back to Kevin Smith really quickly. I said it earlier this week, but to me, that's who J. Ron Curse I think reminds me of not not as a player, but as a personality type. Is I think he reminds me of Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, but Jonathan Hankins said it's always a battle. Uh, when we're going against the Niners, and obviously the last two years they've had our numbers. So this game means a lot, more than uh, just a regular season game. Two of the best teams yeah. in our conference. So we've got to turn the page and beat the 49ers, man. It sucks to continue to lose to these
2: Yeah, guys. he's not wrong. And that's
1: the way they feel. And yeah. Mike McCarthy's quote yesterday, you live to play in these kinds of games. You dream about these kinds of games. You don't want to make it bigger than it is, but the reality is it's not just another game.
2: It's not another and, game. And it's, it's not, just and I not. Think
1: that the, 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 it's it's disingenuous if Mike McCarthy was trying to tell his team this week, like, guys, head down, same thing. Yeah. Those players know it's not. And Mike it's McCarthy is not. not. It's Mike not. McCarthy for, for being direct, too.
2: It, you're absolutely right, Bobby. I mean, I, I and I appreciate Mike for saying that. This is not another game. You lose this game, I mean, you have to live with it. The Cowboys have proven one thing, though. When they lose a game, they tend to come back and, and, and play. It's one of their best games, so that probably doesn't bode well for the Chargers on a Monday night but if they win this game now you've 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 taken a big step you've taken a big step toward if these two teams meet again then it's like Dallas has the confidence that hey we can go to Levi and win a football game in a tough condition on you know it's not going to get any bigger than this in my opinion unless it's a playoff game because yeah. it's sunday night the whole world will be watching you know you, you are either going to find a way to get this done or you're going to lose this game, you're going to be 3-2, and two, and you're going to have a lot of questions about you ever beating this football team. At some point, you have to stand up to the bully, and you have to take the bully out. And this is the opportunity to do it.
1: You will, You will, in all likelihood, if you want to finish this season with a Super Bowl trophy, you are likely going to have to play the 49ers in January absolutely. at some point. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I just think for just laying the foundation for that game that that may be coming your way in January, I don't think you want to have three losses in 18 months. No,
2: absolutely not.
1: That'd be a lot for that. That'd be a major disadvantage for that team heading into that game. Yeah, You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.